Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our 70th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. And I'm going to stop oh, speaking with a British right. accent. I want your, your accent. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> went from Australian to, like, redneck in half a weird. second. <laughs> there were banjos at the end of that. So, uh, unfortunately, our uh, our leader, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Mr. Lucas Ham Swisher, is not here this evening, as he is on vacation with his family. So, I hope he's enjoying it. And also... He sucks, because I want to be on vacation. Also means <laughs> no rules. Spring break! Woo! Woohoo! Woo! I may just take my shirt off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man, you should. Just ah, the old shirtless episode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nevertheless, uh, we shall continue. Uh, so, first and foremost, I am the man with music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Coretta in his stomach, a Mark Boucher. And with me, of course, is the judge, jury, executioner of fake news... And spoilers, Patrick Novosel. So, are you the executioner of fake news or spoilers? I don't, I don't understand. You execute and, spoilers? Is that what it is? And or spoilers? Yeah, shut those down. Shut, shut them down. down. You execute fake news. You give out fake news all the time, though. Well, it's there's there's two forms of execute. There's You're executing like to, the to order kill, of giving to kill out fake something news? or actually to do it. So I'm I'm the I kill fake news. <clears throat> yeah. Correct. But if you're giving it out, you're not killing it. I also do that, so <laughs> so I guess I am both the executioner and the executor. Well, it depends on the hat he's wearing, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And also with us this evening is the volleyball and beast of the East, who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hi! hi And yes, uh, so obviously... We are doing some improv this evening. We have no plans, no rules, no holds barred. We're just going for it. So, how's everybody doing? Lucas told everybody last week that I was going to be inter- like I was going to be hosting the show, and they might have thought at the beginning that was me doing that voice, but instead, Mark Boucher. Yep, it was, that's it was, correct. It was British Mark Boucher. Is Mark Boucher. I like it. Um, Mark Boucher. Dude, so yeah, this uh this past week, um I played I played a ton of video games, like probably more video games this past week, other than Apex Legends, of course. Um it felt pretty good to actually take a break for a little bit from Apex Legends. I played this game called um Sea of Solitude. Uh, I don't I don't know if you've yes. uh, I don't know, Ronnie, if you've heard of this game. It's just like nope. It's a small like indie game. Um, it's basically a a story about you're you're like a, a monster. You're like a girl, but you're you have like feathers. You have red eyes, and you are going around trying to defeat other monsters. But during this, like 
you find out that the monsters aren't just monsters. They're actually people you know um, uh, wrapped up in like a monster. So it's like it's like a it's a story about about loneliness and how this this girl tries to claw her way back into like a, a right frame of mind. Um, it was it, it kind of reminded me of the story with Celeste, how it was just like a, a game that kind of like was uh, about um, climbing out of depression. This was kind of like the climbing out of loneliness. And it got a, got a little emotional at uh, a couple points in there because it went through some like deep, deep um, story um, and like personal touches uh, to like loneliness and depression and things like that. Um, I, I don't get like emotional in games. Cause usually the games that I play are like action oriented, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I don't get that kind of, but there's, there's been a handful of times, uh, where I've gotten emotional, like, like the beginning of last of us two or not last of us two. Well, oh. um, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, uh, the last of us also, um, where like just the beginning of that, um, uh, have you guys have you guys ever had like an emotional connection to a, a game or a game story or anything like that before? I've certainly had some like emotional moments, some some certain beats, um, where you know I've I've kind of gotten choked up a little bit, I suppose. Uh, unfortunately, I can't really think of any specific examples. Um, I think I think I did with God of War. Um, at certain points. Um, I'm trying to remember what else, but yeah, I was watching, I was watching you play, uh, cause you were streaming a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's nice to see you back on the, back on the horse there. But, um, but yeah, I was, I was just watching it and, and finding it really interesting the way that they, you know, set up the storyline where they, they kind of gave things like a metaphorical, uh look to yeah. it like um you know visually representing um this this these uh, people in this girl's life and and the mental health issues that they were dealing with and and the situations they found themselves in and um it was it was really interesting and I'm I applaud people who like especially with um just an increase awareness in our society of mental health issues um, how much people are are using it as a creative outlet? Like yeah. obviously with Celeste, and and with Sea of Solitude, and um, there was another one that that they came out with. I can't remember what it is. Um, but, but yeah, those games are like it's the 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 game isn't like the gameplay mechanics aren't the central part of the of the game. It's actually just a story that's behind it. <clears throat> Uh, so it's pretty cool. You guys get into some seriously deep games. I, I wasn't expecting to get into it. I was just like, oh, I, I it was it was the uh, 2018 E3 press conference, and the uh, creative director gets up there, and she just is so like happy to finally show off this game that she's been working on. Um, it was very like genuine. You could see her up there, just super super happy to finally show everyone like, hey, this is what we've been working on. This is like a very emotional game that people can connect with. And because of that, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give this a shot. This person is like really passionate about this. So um, I was like, yeah, it's, it was it was only like 
I don't know, 10 bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. Uh, normally in nice. games, man, I am looking for like, you know, but when I'm ready to play a video game, I'm just ready to steal a car and just go on a rampage, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it certainly has its place for that. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> those no, deep I, games, I, those, are, those are a little bit harder for me to follow, the really serious ones. Yeah, I hear you that there, but um, yeah, it's just it's just interesting to see people take their personal issue, their struggles, and and make a creative spin on it and try to resonate with their audience with that. Um, and it's it's just it's just interesting to see where they run with it. Um, you know, not every every game has to be like a first person shooter action adventure. And don't get me wrong, I love those games. Yeah. Uh, I love the escapism. I love the excitement of those games. But it's also interesting to see how creative developers can be, especially making games with such personal touches. But... You need to download World War Z, Mark. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Did you? I did, actually. Nice. Yeah. Can you get so, some four-player action going there? Yeah. Last, last night, Ronnie and I jumped into <clears throat> World War Z with, with Eric and I, I had, I usually stream for my PS4 because I have a PS4 camera and I don't have a, the connect. It's, it's just a, 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 it's just a whole bunch of wires for the Xbox one X because you need like a connector for it. It's gotta be plugged in and blah, blah, blah. So, so what I did uh, last night is I was like, I'm going to see if this works. I got out my, um, my camera that I use for my laptop and it's a USB, so I plug it in, and I'm and it says that it works. I'm like, sweet. So I just put it on top of my TV, and uh, we start streaming uh, World War Z last night. And this camera has like the widest <laughs> angle that there is on any camera because it got my entire room from where I was sitting, probably four feet in front of it. But uh, if you're if you watch the stream, it looked like I was. I don't know, 10 feet back. It looked like it was on your ceiling. I know, so <laughs> you can see everything. So I got to figure out a little better place for my <laughs> Like camera. an episode of Patrick's Lounge. <laughs> yeah, those MTV Cribs last night. <laughs> this is where the magic happens. <laughs> yeah, luckily it wasn't dirty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, World War Z, that was a fun co-op game. Like there was, I think there was one, one level... Because uh, after every level, um, it'll show you your scores and your stats. It'll show like how many headshots you had, how many zombie kills, um, how many like grenades you threw, and things like that. And uh, there, this game is just like just like the World War Z movie. There is just monstrous amount of zombies coming at you, and mm. it is it is like <clears throat> a sea of zombies. Like they and climb on top of each other and stuff. It's ridiculous. They climb on top of each other to get over a wall or get up to a. When they come area. in, there's like 500 of them. <laughs> like it's that's such right. A they're the they're amount. the running zombies. They're yeah, the they fast are. ones. Yeah, yeah. So the the one of the uh, levels that we played uh, was like in a train station, and the stats came up after we had completed that level, and I had killed 674 zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was in the 100 range. It was there's uh, I was like that that's how many zombies there and I was one of four so uh, we definitely killed over a thousand zombies that match which which just shows how many and this what how how long was that was that level a half hour 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a couple of swarms, and you're almost at a thousand zombies. <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy. It is fun, though. Nice. It was a nice palate cleanser, cleanser after that deep, deep Sea of Solitude game. <laughs> awesome. No, awesome. yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, Mark, if you jump on there, because the computer player, like the CPU, is terrible. Like, it's oh, my God. Like, of course oh, They're is. so bad. <laughs> like they're so they're just, they they might as well not even have a gun. Like they're just wandering uh, I, around. I'm just gonna give my son just a controller. <clears throat> yeah, he'll, he'll he do can, better. Go. He could one hand that controller and just probably do better. Yep. <laughs> now that yeah, game I'm is pretty, really fun though. I'm pretty sure I downloaded it. Um, so I, I have to make sure. I know I I use the the Xbox Game Pass app to to go ahead and download it. So I'll have to see. I have to make sure that it actually pushed it to my xbox because i've been having issues with that oh, okay. um but yeah we streamed yeah. that too actually well patrick did i was just on there nice when okay. i game late at night now i always have to be like quiet now because like elizabeth goes to bed early so i'm trying to be quiet because the bedroom is right off of like it's a first floor master so like my living room is like not far away from my bedroom so yeah. I think what is it, Tim Pollan last night? He's like, he's like, tell Ronnie he needs to get a better mic or something like that. And it's like, nah, man, I'm just trying to be quiet. Leave <laughs> <laughs> me alone, oh, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Because <laughs> like awesome. if it's during the day, man, like I will like yell and like I'll be very loud, like when I'm playing with games and stuff. So it's hard to, uh, it's hard to turn that off. Every now and then, like in one of those dudes to jump on your back or something <laughs> you're like ah <laughs> well you know like it's it's a different it's a different animal when i'm sitting here playing games you know i i don't even notice my mannerisms or lack thereof because when i was streaming last night and we were playing world war z and world war z it's like it is action-packed all the time you have to be you have to have your, have your head on a swivel because there's zombies coming at you on every angle and i'm just sitting there just like not moving and i think it was tim and geo were like man you're serious when you're game <laughs> so nice just sitting there you didn't, just... i didn't even think you looked serious you were like you were sitting back in your chair with your legs crossed and i was like you look completely relaxed but we were fighting <laughs> hordes of zombies so i know exactly <laughs> <laughs> it was an internal struggle yeah internal. In my zone <laughs> <laughs> his poker face is on point uh-huh well, I haven't, I haven't been playing so much video games, but I have been watching people play video games for sure. Oh yeah, Did, um, wasn't that the um, awesome games done quick this past week? It's going on right now, actually. Oh, nice. So, what have you yeah, been watching? So, um, it's been a smattering of of different random games. Like um, before, smattering? I came up here. Yes, a smattering. That oh, is a word. That is a real thing. Yes. It is an assortment. Is it like a plethora? Yes. Oh, well, I, I love the a plethora, plethora word. <laughs> I also like the way Mark just said it. The plethora. The plethora. plethora. Um, yeah, so it's an assortment of, of different games. Um, actually, before we started recording, they were doing an entire block of the Fallout games. And he was literally playing, uh, I guess they released an anthology of the Fallout games, which is one, two, New Vegas, and three, I believe. Okay. Um, I don't think they had four on there, um, but yeah, the um, with with every and of course with Awesome Games Done Quick, um, they speed run all these games. 
So they've learned all sorts of exploits and glitches and and you know ways to just cut time to beat the game as quickly as possible. Um, and so it's interesting to see the ways that they that they glitch these games. Um, but there's uh, I believe four games that he was playing. Um, the estimate uh, and each each game that they stream that they speed run they have an estimate for how long they think it's going to take. Yeah. Um, the estimate was two hours and five minutes for all four games. For all four games, no way. <laughs> it's it's insane. Like I watched him beat Fallout One in like ten minutes. How? Um, there are ways to exploit the game and clip through through levels and completely skip portions of 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 the game to where you can just move on. Um, and plus, he was doing this thing called speed clicking. Where if you if you click really fast, it interrupts the animation of him of the character running, so it effectively makes you run faster. Oh, um, so he was able to to. That's what I'm talking about. They exploit all sorts of stuff to Jeez. make you go faster. Uh, the only the only game that I saw was a a guy beat Dead Cells in six minutes. Yeah, six minutes. I played the game for an hour and I beat the first level. Yep. <laughs> it's like what the heck? <laughs> it's insane. Aren't those and, games and they supposed play... to be like forty hours long or more? Yeah, yeah. And it beat all it... four of them in thirty minutes on average. Yeah. Wow. Well, like the first couple, he beat in like ten, fifteen minutes, and then New Vegas and three were taking longer. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's insane, and they don't play just like your big. Triple um, A games. They also play like the, you know, the ones don't people don't care as much about, but it's funny to watch. Um, like random NES games that were like really crappy. Um, this evening they were streaming um, the 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog, which, which is is notorious for being atrociously awful. Is that one of the 3D ones? Yes. Okay. The, all of the 3D ones are bad. <laughs> yeah, but like the specifically the one that came out on the 360 and the PS3, that's just absolutely awful. It came out in 2006. Was that like Sonic uh, Adventures? The Sonic Adventure came out with the uh, with the Dreamcast, and they I think they did re-releases of it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but this is this was literally called Sonic the Hedgehog. They call it Sonic 06. Um, and it's just known for being atrociously buggy. Um, and so it was interesting to, to watch him just completely skip huge portions of the game. Um, I don't remember the, the time the time for that. But, um, yeah, it's really interesting to watch them do it. And they're doing it um, for a great cause. Um, it's, a, it's a cancer research um, foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so they typically they raise like usually a couple million dollars with every every marathon they do. Um, it's a week long marathon, so it's really fun to watch. They have a lot of great incentives, and they're raising money for charity. So it's not that's pretty nothing. that's pretty crazy that uh, you know you have to like practice and practice and practice. To find out to, I mean, like, it seems like video games to me, beating it the fastest is, isn't, is, isn't like the part of the fun. You know what I mean? 
Well, it just depends. It's all about the challenge, you know? I mean, obviously, you're you're playing the game through casually, and you're enjoying the story and the gameplay and things like that, but it just gives... It's like kind of like a... Almost like a new game plus, mm. if you will. So it's like, okay, you beat it now, but can you beat it in this much time? Okay. Yeah, and, like... And so there there are entire communities of people who speedrun these games. Um, like, every every game um, that they run on Games Done Quick, is uh, all the runners are just like, I'd just like to thank this community uh, for, you know, just being so awesome and, and, and working through all of these exploits, and it's... It's really it's really interesting to see, and it, it just brings new life to to games that like okay you play through it once, but then you could pick it up again and bring new life to it. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So yeah, I've been I've been going in between that and um, last week they had um, what's called the Zeldathon. Oh yeah. Which I'm a huge Legend of Zelda fan, and it's always fun to watch. Those guys, they were raising, um, they were doing a, a, a stream, week-long stream for uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Um, I did not see the final total. I, I want to say it was like $250,000 or something like that they raised for St. Jude's, um, which was which was awesome. Um, they do they do their, their marathons two or three times a year as well. Uh, so it's kind of become like a Christmas and New Year's tradition for me now, because it's usually they're usually back to back. Because like Zeldathon's first, and then uh, Games Done Quick is right after that. So nice. it's been yeah, it's been a lot of fun to see that. Um, but yeah, sweet. How about you, Ronnie? What is going on in the Johannes household? Well. Uh, so this weekend we finally got uh i finally got three of my buddies to come over and we played uh that marvel game on the switch um what's it called uh the one we played at your house pat marvel ultimate alliance yeah ultimate alliance and we ended up playing that for like four or five hours uh the game is actually way more in depth than i thought so like being able to upgrade like characters and their moves and stuff like that like i've did not remember doing basically any of that when we were at your house because, of course, we were just kind of passing the controllers around. But it's actually like a really good game. Like it's pretty in depth. Like I did not know uh, it was that. So do uh, you start off with a <clears throat> uh, certain number of characters and then you unlock yeah. them as you go along, like the other games? Yes. So you start off as actually the Guardians of the Galaxy, and then you pick up like some of the main like core of characters, and then along the way you pick up like you know. Venom, a uh, bunch of other characters. Basically, like as you beat characters, you, they pretty much like join you afterwards. So, um, yeah, it was really cool though. I ended up playing as Iron Man for a long period of time. Actually, I started to learn like his move set really well, and like he, yeah. he, like he can clear up a crowd pretty sweet. Nice. Uh, but I also bought the uh, Mario Kart Deluxe. Oh, nice! <clears throat> That's that is awesome. So it was. So I watched the video. I watched a couple videos on it before I bought it, and it's supposed to be like the most like I don't know. I don't want to say advanced Mario Kart game yet, but it has like the most content, uh, like the most everything in it, and it is yeah, it's legit. <laughs> I mean, it is really really fun. Um, and Elizabeth actually played that one with us for a little while, but no, it was it was really fun. I man, I, I've always loved Nintendo, 
in all honesty. Uh, so like all of their systems, like just love their games. Like it's hard to not like that. Yeah, it's it's nice to like they're all all the Nintendo games are very accessible. Um, you can just pick it up and go. Um, you know, especially Mario Kart, um, because you know everybody loves racing games. Yeah. Um, and and it's so simplified. I mean, yeah, there are certain like nuances that that Nintendo has added to Mario Kart over the years that make it different from like you know the original Super Mario Kart. Um, but still, anybody can just pick up a controller and go ahead and just play and race and have fun with it. Yeah. And the so, one thing, yeah. the one thing that was terrible about playing Mario Kart is my buddy who pretty much doesn't normally win at video games. He was cleaning house in Mario Kart when we were racing. <laughs> oh, I like, man. I was getting so frustrated because it seemed like on the third lap of every race, it's like everybody just honed in on me, and I just kept getting hit with multiple like, multiple like homing shells. Like I got those everything. blue spikes. I was like, you have got to be kidding me! And I'm looking at the little mini map, and I see his character's just way out in front, not even close to anybody. It's like, oh, okay, nobody's ever going to be able to even touch him because he's that far out. And he kept doing it. Like did it like three times in a row. <laughs> been hustling you the whole entire time yeah he's just been waiting for his his time this mario kart <laughs> found his niche dominated uh but no, it was really fun nice yeah my uh my son and i and my daughter which was because uh, i had gotten a uh an extra controller when i got the switch for clark and with the two joy cons you know clark claire and i could play at the same time yeah so we're all trying to you know like there's we're usually the first second and third against the computer yeah um but it's uh it's fun because like you said like there's like I'm trying I'm like really trying <laughs> and Claire's not in the Claire's beating me I'm like what in the world <laughs> I'm I I know Mario Kart and I'm losing what is happening um but it's just like yeah like it's so you get like like Mark you said like it's easy to pick up the the barrier to entry is very low the difficulty is very low um, it's hard it's to be really good at it because like. You can just get hit with a couple things, man. Like in the last lap, and it's over. There's nothing. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Uh, but it was. It was really fun. They, like all the battles and stuff in that game are really cool. Um, there's one where it's a team game, and you basically have to round up the other team, and you get one of those like huge, uh, like plant plants that like eat eat you. Like you get one of those on the front of your cart, and you're basically like a, almost like trying to get them to where you eat them up, and you oh, put them I in a little jail cell. Uh, oh. It's it's actually pretty sweet. I I can never remember what those things are called. I always just call them the little shop of horror. The creature. piranha plants. Uh, yeah, yeah, the piranha plants. Yeah, the you piranha have a big plants. one on the front of your car, and you're just trying to like run into the other oh. players. So do you have to be uh, like last place to get that? Because I know like the uh, the blocks uh, will change depending on the place you're in. Yeah, they will. No, so this is a battle, and it's this is the main point of the game. Like like oh. uh, like six. It's like four, maybe four on four or six on six. You start oh. out, like, six of you start out with the plant on the front, and the other six are just running for their lives. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And when you get caught, you actually go into this jail cell, and a player has to run across the thing, actually, to, like, free you guys all. So, like, if, oh. you're, if, if you're running, like, you can't, uh, if you're running, you can, like, let other people out of the prison. But if you get stuck, like, I got stuck one time. I was in there for, like, the whole game. Nobody was releasing me. I was like, this is unbelievable. Because you're actually just stuck in the jail, so there's nothing you can do. So, is the is the goal of it to get everyone in jail? 
Yeah, so you get points. You get points for how many people you put in jail, like on that team, and then uh, you get points for how many people you release, like from jail on the other side. But if they yeah. lock you all up, then like if the team basically wins and locks everybody up really fast, like there's no way you can get any points. Gotcha. So it was, it's Ooh, pretty cool. There's some cool, out. cool game types. One of them is like uh, it's pretty much like a kill the man. Actually, there's like a shiny token, and one player on the whole map holds it. And you just got to get it and try to hold on to it for as long as you can while everybody's after you. So, oh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like, I haven't played a Mario Kart game in a long time. And they uh, like there's just a lot of different modes. Like you can do everything like with your with your cart, um, all the different options. You can choose like the wheels, uh, like all kinds of stuff. So, oh, yeah, like I'm, just like any other game, if you give me customization options, I am in there forever. Mm. I remember I was. <laughs> I got. I was looking at all the carts, and Claire's like, "You always take forever." I was like, "I'm trying to find the right car." I have a good one. Have you guys ever heard of a game car called Star Wall? No. All no. right. I am. I'm going to tell you about this game. I'm also going to start the story by telling you that one of me and my buddies got really drunk, and I bought this game, thinking it was awesome. It was twelve dollars. Okay. It's card. <laughs> right. It's called Star Wall, and like the main like. Uh, title page is basically two Norwal whales. One's like pink and one is like, I don't know, teal. And it just says Starwall really big. And I was like, oh, like, of course, like the drunk me would have bought this game, right? It's basically just you and another player facing off against each other. You're basically two Norwals and you're just trying to stab the other one. There's a little heart on the bottom of your Narwhal and you're trying to like hit that with your horn. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, twelve dollars, ladies and twelve dollars. <laughs> the funniest thing is, is I didn't realize when I bought it, but you can customize your Norwal. <laughs> what? So you can even okay. get like a lightsaber as your horn, and you can put like okay, an afro now we're on talking. Him, and you get something. Now you we're can, talking. You can put like a body, like a jacket on your like. You can make him into a hot dog. Like you can do anything with it. There's so many options, but it is hilarious. So every now and then, when we uh, have been drinking, we get into it, and uh, yeah, it's. It's ridiculous. All of it's like neon, like colors and stuff like that. So it's kind of like an old school, like arcade. And this and the Norwal is like the hardest thing to control ever. Like the controls in it are so hard, you just end up like flipping around the whole time. Uh, it takes a really long time to get used to it. And, but and where did you get this game? Is it on Switch? No, I bought it on the Xbox. Oh, on the Xbox. Oh, yeah. okay. Twelve bucks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have <laughs> to say, like, I have definitely game? gotten. I don't know. I have no clue how I even found it. Uh, like I said, I wasn't, you know, <laughs> wouldn't have bought it if I hadn't been drinking. But I got to be honest, I probably have gotten $12 of fun out of it at least, probably more. So, nice. Um, but yeah, so I have that one on my Xbox, which is kind of hilarious. Like me and my buddy will, will, you know, he'll be over hanging out or whatever and we'll have a little argument. And I'll be like, you want to, you want to take it out in Star Wall? You want to, you want to, you want a shot? <laughs> so it's stressful though man like it's hard to control your guy and if you get like hit twice in a row like you're down three to five like it's it's pretty fun though uh but it's it's one of those games you only only buy after you've been drinking because no way you'd buy this one sober absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) i don't know after what you just described, I, I may go ahead and get it. I don't know, because that sounds pretty cool. So the only thing really to do on single player that I found, because I, I went back to it like the next day, because I'm like, oh, I spent a waste of $12 on this. I might as well see what it is. It's like <laughs> uh, you go through all these like courses, and you're trying to get like a, a gold 
like silver or bronze. Like if you complete it in under this amount of time, you get a gold. It's like just a bunch of time trials on all these different courses. But other than oh, that, okay. it's pretty much nothing. You could actually play this one four player. You could have a straight Norwal Battle Royale. A Star Wall Brawl? Yes, but I only have two controllers. Uh, so it would be pretty <laughs> cool if there were four players. It'd be chaos. Mm. But you yeah. sold it for me. They got they got me with the cover, man. That that neon cover. It was. You, just, yeah. Yeah, you just sent it Mark. online. Can I? If I were to get it, can I play against you? I'm not sure. Actually, mm. we'll have to do some research on this. Yeah, yep. I've never tried for twelve dollars. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but all the customizations on it are freaking hilarious, man. Like they they had us cracking up. And now that I play it, nice. like you know, completely sober, like it is actually really funny. I think we should. Okay. I think we should play a game. It's not a bad idea. Star Wall. I, I mean, I don't. I don't have a game. I just think you know, somebody should come up. Well, with a game. I just so happen to have a sort of game. Huh. This actually yeah. works. You out. do. Yes. <laughs> this is working. All right. Better than ever. I figured I would let you go first if you had a game, but no, I had. Oh I no! Have <laughs> I'm just an idea man. I never follow. It's not through. really a game. Game. It's. It's more like. It's it's would you rather basically it's a series Ooh, of would you rather questions. I like these. I like would you rather. Okay. Oh, I have a, I have a would you rather for you, but okay, go we'll first. We'll, yeah, I go first. Yeah, go first. <laughs> Roddy, so Ronnie and I were walking back to our cars uh, at the end of the day one day, and uh, I was I just asked him. I was like, "Would you rather die uh, on fire, or would you rather die freezing?" Mm-hmm. freezing to death or burning to death exactly yep this was a conversation That's, that is a tough one and then we just like said bye to each other then left i'm like oh, i i need to know this answer i don't know freezing to death would be bad that'll take longer i, feel, I think yeah, but i feel like longer, i think it would take longer but i feel like it would be more painful to be on fire yes I More pain for less agree. time, though. I think it would be really like a long period of agony, freezing to death. But True. although, would you get to a point where you don't feel anything? Right? Does that happen? Yeah, probably. What is that the same with? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the same with being on fire. Too. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, yeah when there you're not feeling anything, when you, when you die, you're dead. You don't feel anything. <laughs> I feel like I'm always burning alive anyways, just in everyday life, so I would definitely rather freeze to death. <laughs> I'm always overheated. I feel like I would have a fighting chance, yeah. You know, it wouldn't be so bad. You're like, okay, that's cool, because I, I tend to, to run hot. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like the cooler Okay, this is cool. Just burning on fire. Just right now. What would yeah. you pick, Patrick? Oh, man. if uh, I probably want to get it over with quick. I probably want to die by fire i just hate the cold i hate the cold with a passion it's probably the new england and me talking i'm like i don't mind dying from the cold i got a good one for you you ready (laughs) would you rather fight one grizzly bear or 100 vultures holy crap man maybe i went too high on the vultures maybe we'll do 50 (laughs) that's That's a whole battalion of vultures. vultures I feel like I would have more of a chance with the vultures. You think so? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'd so have many a of them. Chance though. with the bear. I don't. I would. I. I it's because 
Unless I have like some World War Z guns with me, there's absolutely no way I'd be able to get out of there. But there's no chance with a grizzly bear. There might not be a chance with either one. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel there's like there's, a, there's more a very of a chance high with chance. the vultures, though. Like think of it, like think of like fifty vultures. If you had, like, let's just say, if you swung really hard, you could knock them unconscious. Have you ever had to swing really hard fifty times? What about all the times you miss? That's like three hundred. I wouldn't. I wouldn't swing hard to hit all of them. I would swing hard to hit maybe one or two of them. And then and knock them out and use the vultures to hit the other. Oh, as a weapon! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I feel like there's no chance whatsoever with a grizzly bear. I mean, we poke his <laughs> eyes out. If we could even get that opportunity. That's true. That's true. You would <laughs> die faster, though. <laughs> I mean, it might be over with. That's true. Instead of being vultured to death. Ugh. All right, what kind of uh, would you rather do you have, Mark? All we have are d- uh, dying ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> would you, All we have is worst case scenario rather, ones. <laughs> would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Mm. Uh, I think I'd rather lose the ability to speak. If you can read, okay. then you can also write. So you could still communicate, but if you but if you can't read, I mean, you couldn't comprehend anything. Yeah, you can never read a sign like or anything. Yeah, same here. I I would rather not be able to speak. See, this one is difficult for me, unless it was some sort of loophole where it's like you can't speak, but you can sing. Hmm. Ah, Uh, Mm -hmm. nope. (laughs) Okay, well. For me, you know, singing is a part of my life. So, well, so is reading a part of everybody's life and speaking. But it's a part of what I do, you know, as a career. So, so you wouldn't be able to read music notes. You wouldn't. That's what. It, that's that, what makes it difficult. Memory. You could do things by ear. Yeah, a lot of people do. Like yeah. speak with your ear. Yes, absolutely. It flaps and everything like it. a jaw. <laughs> would you rather you speak with your ear or <clears throat> see with your mouth those all sound bad <laughs> <laughs> i would i would have to say lose the ability to speak though i yeah. guess yeah if i had to choose would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always 20 minutes early Whew. 20 minutes early you know how stressful it is being late i get so stressed out if i'm late to anything like so frustrated but 20 it's minutes true. early means you got to sit there and do nothing for 20 minutes i mean uh, you get your phone or something yeah or your nintendo switch yeah there you yep. go well i like yeah it. my um my nephew is all like without fail is 30 minutes early to everything he absolutely hates being late oh that's and really early it's hilarious He's a he's a teenager. He's in high school. Really? And he's 30 minutes early to everything. That's unexpected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the opposite of how you think that would go. <laughs> no, I get all stressed out and frustrated when we're like when we're late to anything. It's just like, I don't know. It's frustrating. Yeah, you know frustrating yeah. is like when you're going to work and you think you're going to be late, just like the, how much more stressful the traffic is. It's awful. 
Pat, did you did you have an answer for that? Oh, um, I would be uh, ten minutes late. <laughs> I'm usually late uh, to everything anyway, so par for the course. Yep. Okay. Does that okay. come with the kids, or would you be late by yourself? Oh no! If it, if I didn't have yeah, if I didn't have kids, then I'll probably be on time or early. But yeah, with kids, it's like <clears> all right, I got to do this, I got to do that. All right. But, I feel like that's yeah. also expected when you have kids, though. So. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can just blame whatever on your kids, even if it was your fault. Oh, they're they're also a great excuse. It's like, ah, I gotta go. Gotta put the kids to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate get out of jail free card. I know. That would have been the get out of jail free card for uh, Mark the other week when he wanted to get everyone out of the house. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, gotta put the kids to bed. Get out. <laughs> get out. I can't. <laughs> I think I I think I mentioned that when we were talking about that that whole scenario, like there was an SNL skit with I think it was with Ryan Reynolds, um, and he basically had a candle scent that that made everybody get out of his house. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, what was the scent? It, apparently, it was like the most disgusting garbage smell you could think of because these guys were like literally ready to throw up. (laughs) You remember those stink bombs that uh, you could get like when we were kids and they smelled like just straight eggs, like sulfur? Oh, yep. Those were bad. You could let one of those babies off and everybody would want to get out. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals. Oh, man. Oh, is... I want to talk to animals. Oof. That'd be awesome. I I probably would pick talk to animals, too. That's why I watch American Pickers, though. It's history of every item. Yeah. And it would be, be definitive history. Like, you could, it wasn't something you'd have to guess. It's like like everybody that's ever had the item. Yeah. Hmm. That would be yeah, cool. Yeah, it's kind of like a lightsaber, yeah. That would be cool. You can make a, make a lot of money doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could be the best archaeologist ever. <laughs> That's true. Or, or you could get into like forensic science and do like criminal cases. Yeah. Where it's like you know actually what happened with a particular, if you have the murder weapon or something. But like that. But your dog would still like be peeing force. in your house. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> well, you could talk to your dog, you and he'd probably still be peeing in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so if I so if if I touch my dog, then will I will I know everything that it needs? You would know the history of it. Yeah, not you would know everything yeah. that it needed in the past. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know the limits of this power yet. <laughs> I must I have to switch, switch my uh, answer. You ever think like if just a random person like one of us were to get some kind of crazy power like that, how would you even like, let's say you could, you knew the history of everything you touched. How could you even get this enterprise off the ground? What would your first step even be? You're just going to go to the police station like, hey, I can tell you the history on every item. They're going to be like, get out of here. (laughs) I'd start with like a magic show or something. (laughs) (laughs) A flipped upside down hat on the street. (laughs) People dropping in coins. Be one of those uh, guess your guess your weight and guess your height kind of thing. Like, all right, I know everything about you. You would only know their historical weight, though. Well, uh, a historical weight in the past five minutes. 
Wouldn't I know that? That's true. See, that does seem like a loophole in this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn? I want to go back to age five and I'm going to put everything in Apple. And that is a good, that okay, is a good Forrest. <laughs> like, Dad, Lieutenant. just trust me. Sell all your shares in P&G and put 100% in Apple and Amazon. You'll thank me <laughs> later. Dan told me we invested some money into a fruit company. And we didn't have to worry about money no more. <laughs> that's great, because that's one less thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have to say... But going back to age five means less responsibility. One hundred percent. Yeah, sounds glorious. <laughs> it's like, what do you want me to draw? You want me to use a red crayon? I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five years old. I can eat Lunchables, and I can drive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I would want to know like the like the future of what's going to happen to you. Or the knowledge that you're going to gain. You know what I mean? Because then you wouldn't really like have anything to dream about. You'd be like, well, this is going to happen. So, Yeah. True. True. Either, either scenario, you'd have that issue, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, until you got to the age that you are now, when you went back to when you were yeah. five, right? Yeah. Then it would be like <laughs> open world again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's let's switch gears and go to Discord because uh, sure. Bernabe had given us a uh, a couple uh, uh, of answers here. Uh, he says, "Who would win?" All right, and I'm going to take a couple here to talk about who would win between the Mandalorian and Star Lord. Mm. Similar fighting style, actually. I feel like Mando's. Well, much more versed in combat, though. But Star-Lord's, like, lucky. Star-Lord before his father and the planet die? (laughs) Because he couldn't die before that. True. Hmm. Yeah. So then Uh, Star-Lord... I would have to say probably... Probably Mando. He's more trained for combat. Like, you know, it's his thing to kill people. Yeah, I just feel like he would gain an upper hand. Um, yeah. Star-Lord well, doesn't wear any armor. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He doesn't have best car armor. Yeah. All right, next one is Batman versus Iron Man. Don't do this to me. Don't, don't do this to me. Iron Man. As much as I like Batman, it's no way, man. Iron Man's way more advanced. He has cannons in his hands. Was Batman going to shoot the string at him and repel towards him? <laughs> the string? Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. Whatever the thing is. His string belt. I think Batman would have some sort of EMP mobile device to be able to immobilize his suit in some sort of way. I mean, Batman went up against Superman. Yeah. And won. So. Uh, yeah, but... Uh... So how long would they have to get prepared for this? So if like Iron Man just shows up 
at Bruce Wayne's house. Are we talking and, about they just uh, run into each other on the streets in their gear that I mean, they currently have on? Like, then Iron Man would have the advantage. I feel like, in in many ways, and it, it pains me for me to say this, that Iron Man would probably get the upper hand. Iron Man, yeah, as a character, I, seems to be highly, highly intelligent. And I think both are highly intelligent in I their own respect. Bruce Wayne is highly intelligent, but I think I got to say this here. I will say this: <clears throat> Iron Man has mu- has a lot more weapons, like explosive weapons, than Batman has. Where he just clicks that button, and another fifty Iron Man suits come out. Yeah, <laughs> be hard to stop that. Yeah, yeah. Um, got a point. Move, moving over to Twitter, uh, Arctic M seventy seven asked us to uh, talk about the uh, PlayStation Five that is being talked about right now at uh, CES twenty twenty. The huge reveal, <laughs> the huge reveal. It's called PS Five. <laughs> yeah, basically and the logo. Every... It just says PS Five. PS Five. Yeah. All right. Surprise. Uh, yeah, they really didn't. Uh, they really didn't reveal any, um, you know, the way the console looks or the price point or anything like that. They just revealed the logo for. We knew it was called the PlayStation Five, and they released some some specs on on what it will have. But that stuff we pretty much already knew. Yeah, that I it was going to have. I, I didn't think they would reveal uh, anything at CES. I don't think it was the right right platform for them to do that because they've they're either gonna do like uh one of their ps now direct whatever they're called uh state of play they would either do it there um or they're gonna do some sort of playstation experience or it's gonna be at e3 i don't i didn't think ces was was a proper place for them to do that yeah i i was I, i had some hope that they were gonna release some some uh juicy information but yeah, like uh, the somebody pointed out in um, in another Discord I was reading is like, why bother saying anything if you're not gonna show anything? You might as well just save it. Like, yeah, there there was really no point. Um, and, and like I said, it was it was information we already knew. <laughs> so, so Ronnie, Ronnie, are you gonna get a PS5 when it comes out? Uh, I don't know. I don't really plan that far in advance. Do you know why I ended up having an Xbox and like having every Xbox instead of every PlayStation? Is because my favorite kind of gaming has always been having buddies over to come game with me. And the Xbox has always been a much more, a system I feel like that's built more for that. Like the games and stuff that come with it, like have, you know, just like four four people come over and you're all just playing games. It's in the past at least, PlayStation was really not that. I mean, like Xbox tailored its games, I think, for more of a multiplayer. You know, Halo was a big I, I one that really right. sucked me in, and it was that when it was built for that. Yeah, didn't the the OG Xbox have like four ports? Four controller yeah. ports. Yeah, it did. Sure, like did. out of the box, and mm-hmm. for like the PlayStation needed like a uh, what did they call it? It was that? one of those like Some Y sort of, things. 
the controller had, like they're like adapters yeah. that you had to plug in for it multi-tap. to multi-tap the multi-tap that's yep. what it was yeah <laughs> the multi-tap but no that's originally why i got into xbox and i still feel like it's kind of like that i mean just in general the games like there's a lot of games that are this for both systems now but um no that's originally why i kind of stuck with xbox i mean it's possible that i could get a ps5 but i don't know I think Elizabeth might end up getting a console game here soon. There you she go. Has been oh, little, for real? She's been lighting it up on The Witcher lately. She's been playing a lot. Like, I'll walk past her. She's like, do you want the Xbox? I'm like, nah. Just do whatever you want to do. Like, uh, yeah, she's sunk in some serious hours into The Witcher this past week. Sweet. I think, yeah, like, nice. uh, on Sunday, I got up at, like, 1230 <laughs> in the afternoon. And she had been up at, like, 630 or 7 a.m., and when I got up, Scratching she was playing The Witcher, and yeah. I walked out there and I sat around for a little while and kind of like just watched her play because it's a really—I mean, it's an interesting game, so I couldn't sit there and watch it. And then I ended up falling asleep on the couch for like three more hours. <laughs> and I woke up early riser. And I woke up fun. and she was still playing. <laughs> it looks like a whole day. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a great day. <laughs> yeah, those are the best days, both for you and her. <laughs> but no, she's been playing it a lot lately. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm gonna start playing uh, Witcher Three here soon. Uh, it is a very very long game. Yeah. I would say it's here, like unless... Red Dead Redemption. It's like that big of yeah. a game. It's gigantic, I... man. She is like, like right now she's been playing a ton, and she does. She's one of those people that does like all the side quests, and there is so much in that game. She's like level like I don't know, fifteen in that game. And she ran into a creature that was like level 77. And I was like, how long would you have to play to be, be able to fight that creature? <laughs> she's been playing for like two weeks solid, like a lot every day. And like she's 15. Arctic was playing, I think he said for like 50 hours and he was like level 14. Yeah. It's like, what? what? I know you'd have to play forever to be able to defeat some of those creatures. Like this thing was like, it was like a dragon. <laughs> but, uh. No, I don't like it's there's so much in that game. It's gigantic, like the map is gigantic, like it's I mean, it is it honestly it looks like a really good game, but after watching her play it for like so many hours, I probably won't play it cuz I know that that one is an absolute time eater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it sucks but, when you get uh, addicted to one of those. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm lo- I'm looking forward to it uh, cuz I really like the the show, so hopefully the game is well, I like the game too, so yeah. we'll see, and I'll stream that too. So switching gears a little bit. Um, so do you guys like? Do you guys watch a lot of YouTube videos and stuff? Uh, like, do you guys have people you follow, kind of like podcasts? I do um, not. No. Well, struck out with that. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> oh, you apparently do. <laughs> so, what do you? Who do you follow? Um, so I have, I mean, I have several, um, gaming YouTube, uh, people that I follow, um, you know, whether it be, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of game theory, like Matt Pat, um, no, no. Okay. No. So basically he takes video games and, and different, like, and he just likes to make different theories about, uh, and about video games and different, and he'll go into the science of of certain things and 
Um, it's it's really he, he does a great job with it, and it's funny. Um, some people don't care for his his theories about video games, but um, I enjoy him. Um, and also, like, uh, there's a guy. Um, it's called the Gaming Historian. That uh, he basically Web? does. Not not the game photographers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, no, the gaming historian, um, where, um, basically he, he'll do videos all about, you know, old games and old consoles and, and things like that. And, and he does his research for sure. Um, and it's very interesting to watch, but like also, um, my wife and I both, um, we like watching Urbex videos. Have you guys ever heard of Urbex? Mm-mm. No. Okay, so Urbex is is basically short for urban exploration. So basically, these guys, there's tons of channels on YouTube. Going to like all the abandoned places. Yes, that is actually pretty cool. Like I have caught myself watching those videos before. It's it's really interesting to to watch these different videos of these people going into um, abandoned like hospitals, abandoned schools, like abandoned theaters that are like you know 70 80 years old yeah. and just seeing all the all the intricate uh designs of like the theater um they there was there's this one um urbex group that i follow they're called the proper people and and they're a pretty big urbex channel and they like for example we were watching a, an old one the other day where they went um, into Six Flags, New Orleans, which had been hit by um, Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Um, And so, and obviously, you know, it's private property. So technically they're not supposed to be there. Um, So they're they're trying to Those places are so creepy, man. They all look post-apocalyptic. Like it's like, they look ridiculous. Like I would be nervous to go into any of those places. Yeah, and like you don't know what kind of condition these places are in, and you're you're walking across the the floors and stuff like that, and and stuff can like cave in on you at any moment. Not to mention you get stabbed um, by a homeless person. This is true. This is true. You don't know who's in these buildings, um, but uh, they've actually used that um, the Six Flags New Orleans property for uh, filming in movies. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> So they've made they've made use of it for sure, but it's it's crazy to see um, the condition that all that stuff is in. And I don't know, I just I just find it interesting. I think I think what really caught my attention for Urbex videos um, was there was this particular video where um, uh, you guys remember Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando? I don't think yes. I ever knew that it was there. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Nickelodeon Studios back in the 90s, late 80s early 90s was like the the kids like dream for everybody to go there because all the major Nickelodeon um shows like game shows like Double Dare and Legends of the Hidden Temple and all those shows were recorded at Nickelodeon Studios which was in Universal Studios. Um they they had their own their own studio lot. And uh, they used to do tours that you could go through the facility, see all the, you know, the recording 
um, you know, they would you they, you'd have the opportunity to get slimed and all sorts of stuff like that. And um, there have been several people because uh, it closed, I believe, in 2005. And um, and even after that, for several years, um, it just kind of sat and laid dormant. I think finally they changed it into um, a, a studio where the Blue Man Group does a, does a show <laughs> in Universal Studios. But for a long time, Nickelodeon Studios was just kind of left there. And people would like sneak in to the lot and you'd see like these old murals of Nickelodeon characters on the wall and 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 you they would like look into the actual studios where they would film stuff and... It was just interesting to see that kind of history just laying dormant, sitting there. That's wild, man. Yeah, that stuff. Those videos are pretty neat. But I'm always like creeped out. Like, all right, what what's coming out? Like, are they gonna go what's around, around the, corner? the corner? Yeah, like they. I yeah. like I'll be on the edge of my seat watching those. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and yeah, there have been there have been certain videos where like I, I saw. There's one video where this guy was exploring, I think, some sort of old hospital or something like that. And all of a sudden, uh, a gang showed up, um, <laughs> and they were like trying to hide from from this gang that they were doing some sort of initiation, um, and you know they were afraid of what was going to happen. <laughs> um, there have people, there have been um, urbex people that have found like tons and tons of needles and and stuff like that, where where druggies, homeless druggies, have kind of shot up and set up shop there um so yeah it, there's there's always risk in it um but definitely check out the proper people though because they try to be classy with it um they do they do a great job for sure well this has definitely been a uh, a spectacular star walled filled episode i cannot do those things like like lucas does so i'm not even <laughs> going to pre- pretend to try <laughs> but uh yeah if you if you like what you've heard you are special um and uh you can always hit us up on our our twitter page at the good morning guys uh or excuse me at the gmg podcast um you can also email us at the good morning guys at gmail.com um wow i'm completely blanking on the phone number <laughs> nine two nine GMG, GMG guys guys and uh no additions to the playlist this week because i don't have anything prepared so you'll have to wait till next week for some more additions but we will catch you guys on podcast stations around the globe and may god bless and guide your lives as you live as you work and as you game one two three four